you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We start the lead block. Lead block. That was fun as hell, boy. Yeah, hey, I love every single one of y'all in this huddle. Oh, you too. All right, that's love over fear right there. Yep. That's what it looked like. All right, it's never about them. It's about us every single week, one at a time, baby. Let's go get it. Nine is on three. One, two, three. We are building week by week, and you guys know how hard that is. So you build week by week so we're best at the end of the year. Enjoy tonight. We'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Guys, growth mindset. Growth mindset. We're 5-0. and oh. We got to have that same hunger and dog mentality going up there to New York next week. So we, we heal fast, right? We heal sure. fast and then we get ready uh, for Denver. Good Denver team coming in. Yeah, but how about, how about those teams? Great job today. Great job today. Enjoy it for the bus ride. We got a, we got a game on Thursday. We got to be ready for it. Chiefs on three. One, two, three. Chiefs. Week five. It is done. It is over. It is behind us. And we saw some big teams getting some big wins on Sunday. So after what has been a wild start to the season, let's break out our whiteboards and start ranking. I love a power ranking. So we're going to go five through one uh, of the best teams in the NFL mm -hmm. right now. And Jason, you're going to start us off. All right, we got the whiteboards out. I absolutely love this. We're going to start at number five Ooh. and work our way on down. Number five, I am going with the Detroit wow. Lions. Dan Campbell has led this team. They've lost one game to Seattle. They've been playing great. You can go all the way back to last season. All right. Number four, I have the Miami Dolphins. And I know one could argue the Buffalo Bills, they beat up on the Dolphins. But Bills went to London. Not only did they lose that game, they lost some key players, one being Matt Milano, which is going to be tough to replace. Number three, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs just doing what they do. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they find ways to win games. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, less credit than maybe they deserve, undefeated. And number one, obviously, the 49ers, undefeated, winning in fashion style points, whatever you want to call it. They've been absolutely dominant, so I'm going with the 49ers at that number one spot. Every, uh, eye of the beholder, everyone's power rankings could be a little bit different. Jason, wonderful job. Let's get to mine. <laughs> Number five, I too have the Detroit Lions. Incredible start to the season, beating both teams the Chiefs and the Packers in Lambeau and then taking care of business at home, four and one. Dolphins, also, number four. You and I are the same on that one. Here's where mine gets a little different. Three, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. And here's where my big uh, reveal is. 
I still respect the champs. I still have the Kansas City Chiefs as the number one team. They lost one game. That one game was with the Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones, not in the roster. These guys do not lose big spots. They have Patrick Mahomes. They are the ones who I would least want to face on any given Sunday. 49ers have looked better. The 49ers have won more games. But the Chiefs, I would say if I was to wake up tomorrow and say, who do I at least want to face in a big spot, it's still Kansas City with all their experience and what they've got on that roster. you got a Sunday game. you you're like, you got to get a win. You'd rather play the, the Niners yes. than the Chiefs. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Chiefs have been there. There's so much institutional knowledge, and yeah. there's just the coaching has been there. All the experience, all the big wins. The Niners and Chiefs were my Super Bowl pick for the season. Right. I'm proud of that. I had the Chiefs winning that one, and I think if they were to play tomorrow, I still might take the Chiefs. Might, hmm. might. I'm going to put wow. my up. I wouldn't. I got the Bills at five. I, they did lose some players. They beat Miami soundly. I think they're, they're going to play again. They'll settle yeah. that there. Mm-hmm. I had the Chiefs at four. You know, I, I love the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey's hurt. I still don't know who their wide receivers are. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know what their names are, but like they're just kind of this Rashid anonymous Rice group. is their leading receiver. Yeah. So this seems to me like one of these just Chiefs teams. They just win and they kind of float and we'll see at the end of the yeah. season. I got them as the fourth best team. The Lions are great. I, I really like the Lions. I still think there's a tiny stink of prejudice on the Lions. I really do. Would you have them five and you have them five? five. Yeah, yeah. I think they're better than that. And then Eagles and Niners and like I, I Peter's loyalty to the Chiefs goes deep. I, yeah. I don't even think they're in the stratosphere as the That's Niners fair. right now. Um, just just based, you know, it's it's all on the definition. The Chiefs stand for something bigger than the Niners do in terms of the last five years. But like right now, as in October, I think it's the Niners, and I think it's actually a big gap between them and the Eagles. Hmm, okay. I feel like I talked up the Lions earlier in the show, and now they are not in my top five. So I'm glad that you guys represent it. So here we go. Here's the list. So for me, the Bills this past weekend against the Jags, it kind of just felt like their injuries right now are so bad. They just got kind of caught at a bad time. They're still a really good team, and the win over Miami and the Dolphins kind of keeps them in the top five for me. The Dolphins, because they can hang 40 or 70 on teams on a week-to-week basis. They have so much speed on that team. And then, you know, the defense is still getting it done, even though they lost Jalen Ramsey before the season even started, and he'll be back before the season ends, so they're going to get reinforcements there. I got the Chiefs because, yeah, they're a dynasty. They're really good no matter what. They have, a, I think, top five scoring defense now with Chris Jones back. They're 4-0 with Chris Jones mm-hmm. and Travis Kelsey because that first week against the Lions was kind of a weird game where they just couldn't get anything going on either side of the ball. And then this is where I had some issues because I think in the long run, the Eagles are the better team in a shocking development. (laughs) But I think right here, right now, the Niners are playing better than the the Eagles. Mm -hmm. But eventually, the Eagles, their dominance is in the lines. The offensive line, the defensive line, and that talent will show up as the season wears on and the attrition wears on and this team is it has a whole other level that it can reach. But right now, this Niners team is absolutely crushing it. Brock Purdy, the entire roster, it's so good. So let's talk about that roster All right. a little bit here. Come on. Because right. we've talked about the Niners so many times. I want you guys to power rank your Niners 5-1. to one. This is the hardest so, task we've had. I know. I, hold on. Let me pull up the roster. You know why? Because there's a couple. That there's too many good ones. Not yes. one. You'll forget, like, oh, there's those three guys that yes. can make the list. Uh-huh. Look, Kyle said I was stressing about this This was the part. The teams, I could figure it out. It started this, yesterday. We were just talking about the Niners. We're like, yeah. who is their best player? I mean, honestly, we were coming off this incredible Brock Purdy experience yeah. and all these players. Who's the best player on the best team in the league right now? So, Jason, take it away. Starting us off. Number five, 
I'm going with Brock Purdy, the quarterback, is at the number five spot. He's played tremendous this season. He's been absolutely balling. I just think they have a team full of stars, and that puts him at number five. Number four, I'm going with Fredrico. Fred Warner, the inside mm-hmm. linebacker. This guy's an all-pro. He's all over the field for them on defense. The quarterback of it, lining everybody up. Number three, the guy that stands in front of him, Nick Bolsa, the reigning defensive player of the year. Didn't do training camp. Shows up yeah. and continues to just ball out. All right, the next one. Number two, Big Trent <laughs> Williams. You get caught up in the hype of the people catching touchdown passes, making Trent Williams is a monster up front. Was in front of Micah Parsons, didn't allow anything. I'm going with big Trent Williams. Here we go. Number one, Christian McCaffrey. Okay. The guy's just been unbelievable this year. And I know there's no Debo, there's yeah. no Mute, there's no Kittle, but this is my top five 49ers right there. This is so good. Kyle, why don't you go? Because this is. You want me to go? <laughs> All right. All right, so you know what I got at five? <laughs> I got Juszczyk. Really? I think Kyle Juszczyk's still the best fullback in the league. He's the most diverse. He has the the greatest skill set. He can catch. He can block. He can do anything. He's not the most famous, but if you're talking about how good am I at my job, I think he is the fifth on the team. Juszczyk. At four, I got McCaffrey. I got Christian McCaffrey four. It's not because I don't love Christian. I just really love the three guys in front of him. He might be the MVP at running back. I still think he's number four on the Niners. Number three, I got Bosa. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Bosa is Defensive Player of the Year and third on his own team, maybe, maybe he's off the board for some of you guys. At two, I got Warner. I think a little recency because he was so dominant in that <laughs> so game the good. other night. Trent Williams. I got Trent Williams. Did you see Micah Parsons in that game? Mm-hmm. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't either. I thought Micah Parsons was the best football player in the NFL in the, for the first month. Did not see him in the game. Big Trent after all these years, I have him as the best Niner on the Niners. Number one, Trent Williams. So much respect for your list. So much respect for the for the value you put on Juszczyk, who, if you watch Juszczyk, he's kind of that offensive cog that helps them go. So far, we've had no Kittle, no Debo Samuel, mm. no Eric Armstead, no Brandon Ayuk. No Javon Hargrave. No Javon oh, Hargrave. I didn't have Brock Purdy. No Telanoa Hafanga. You didn't have the quarterback. Wow. The, this is how good this roster is. This is fun. Here's my list of best here. Niners, five to one. You got Purdy. I said yesterday Brock Purdy might win the MVP. You got to put him on, then. He's the fifth player on his team, and yet MVP of the league, that doesn't seem to add up. Four, Fred Warner, best linebacker in the league. That's low. I'm pretty confident saying that. Four. Best uh-huh. linebacker in the league, and he's fourth Four. on his team. Nick Bosa, to Jason's point. The fact that Bosa came in off a summer of not playing with the team and then right out of the gates— yes. Was just dominant against the Steelers and hasn't let up since. Peter, we all have we all have Bosa at three so far. Yeah. All at three, and, and, and Colin's going to go mm-hmm. Bosa at three. Who's two and one? Before the season, I said Christian McCaffrey was going to be my my pick for the MVP. It was eighty to one odds. It was a long shot. No, no running back has won it since twenty twelve. McCaffrey is very much in the conversation. I have him as the second best mm. player on his team. That is how high I am. MVP of the league. Believe he's still in the running. Dominates. Scores every time. So, Trent Williams is the yeah! best hey! player at any position in the NFL. He's the best left tackle in the sport. Come on. He erases the best pass rushers in the league, and he's only getting better with age. And to think that Washington traded him yeah. for a couple of draft picks that we'll never think of in the same light as we do one game of Trent Williams is mind-boggling how that relationship went wrong. 
Uh, I'm going with Trent Williams, who is still in the league and still dominating. He was in the same draft class as college teammates Sam Bradford and Gerald McCoy. Oh, my my gosh. (laughs) Trent Williams is the most dominant in the league at his position, and he's my number 149er. Colleen, who you got? Okay, this is good. What an exercise this is. I've been over here, like, uh, pouring over the roster, and I I already have notes for myself on this list, but pencils down. No, we do tomorrow. We'll do the top five best players on the Patriots. We'll do do that, okay? That'll be fun. Okay, so number five for me. Brock Purdy. A lot of whys. A, a lot of whys. Uh, Purdy, Purdy, good. I just think that the, I think this week against the Cowboys, like the juxtaposition of him playing so well and Dak yeah. struggling kind of made it even more apparent, mm-hmm. the talent that he has. Then I'm with you, Shrakes. Trent Williams yeah. at four. Just nobody gives love to the offensive yeah. lineman. And this guy, if you're going to give love to any offensive lineman, well, it's yeah. got to be Trent Williams. Colleen, that's so the good. lowest of that's all of us at four. I know. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> that's, that's the crazy. most we got him. Three. Christian McCaffrey. Three. Three. Yeah. Three. Yes, I got Christian it. McCaffrey, because this team is absolutely yeah. loaded, loaded with talent. He is like an unbelievable Swiss Army knife, and he's still third on my list. Two, I'm just going to put Kyle Shanahan oh on here, guys. How are we not talking about the head coach who's stirring all of this like and cooking that. all of this up together? And, you know, like, listen, why not? Just uh, throw Shanahan. You have John Lynch at number one. Yeah. I hope one. you do. I hope you do. <laughs> no, give me Fred, Fred Warner, Warner one. Folks, not on your list. One. No. no. Fred Warner, I think, needs to be talked about way more. He's the best at yeah. his position. He did an absolutely masterful job this past week. So there it is. I like it. Our top five. What a segment. 49ers, yeah. It's incredible. Um, this is fun. I, like I know, that. that was good. You should do so more. Little. I love to rank things. Um, Kittle does not make any list. No, no. Kittle. Uh, Debo. Did, no you know Debo who, on any list. Where would you guys put Tom Palacero on your uh, list? Oh, way to the top. Oh. Punk guitarist slash journalist. He's number one. See, That's was, right. Was Here he is. You're me. Come on in bottom, here, Tom. Tom. Yeah. You've had a busy, busy morning. What's going on now? Well, Colleen, not the greatest news right now for the Dolphins and their rookie sensation running back, Devon Achan, who is likely to miss multiple weeks because of a knee injury that he suffered on Sunday against the Giants. Now, Ian Rappaport and I are told this is not a season-ending injury for Achan, but the team is continuing to gather information and determine the next steps. Injured reserve is a possibility for A-Chan here, especially when you remember their bye is four games away. And it's a pretty big stretch. They're home against the Panthers, at Philadelphia, home against the Patriots, and then at Kansas City. A-Chan expected to miss at least a couple of those games. We'll see if he's back before an AFC showdown with the Chiefs in a few weeks. In other big injury news, the Vikings are placing their superstar wide receiver Justin Jefferson on injured reserve because of the hamstring injury he suffered in Sunday's loss to the Chiefs. For Jefferson, there's no exact timetable on his potential return. It's going to be determined by how that hamstring heals, how exactly his body responds to treatment here. For the Vikings, they're 1-4 and and now enter a critical stretch without one of the NFL's most dynamic weapons. They have their first NFC North game this week at Chicago. They then have the 49ers at home or at Green Bay and at Atlanta. This has been one of the NFL's most productive offenses this season. When they're not giving away the football, now they're moving forward without their superstar. Colleen? Well, 
We're hoping that he gets back as soon as possible for the sake of all Vikings fans out there. Tom Pelissero, thank you very much keeping us honest with so much news this morning on a Tuesday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jake the Snake Plumber here with Umbo Mushrooms. Today, I'm going to take you through Michael Love Farm to show you what I'm up to on my second act. first thing that started was Umbo with me and Del Jolly and Rashad Evans. We had taken some tinctures from another company. All of us had realized the benefits that they were, they were bringing to our health and wellness. Not many people are very aware of mushrooms other than the pizza topping or you know the mold on their bread. You have functional mushrooms, which would be uh, adaptogens, adaptogenic mushrooms that are used uh, daily as a supplement to enhance the way your system works whether they're extracted and used as a tincture like we have at Microlove or if you're eating them, just eating them more often in your diet, cooking them, or if you're eating a bar, a umbo bar, you're gonna be able to introduce them back into your system and let them build up and then you know they're bioavailable and then your body will start functioning better. It's making me feel better and making most everybody I give, give them to feel better, sleep better, function better, so it's worth a try. So when I retired, it was because I was ready to move on and, and give myself a mental, physical, and spiritual break. A lot of questioning about like, holy shit, what did I do to myself? What did I put my body and my mind and everything through just for this game? And here I am laying in bed, getting surgery in my 30s. And, and so we decided to start a company and Umbo was birthed out of that with the idea to supply a really, really good, high quality product, um, but have a lot of corporate responsibility with that. And then from Umbo, Dell, New, a friend whose uncle owns this property who bought it and about a year, a little over a year ago, uh, got the opportunity to come learn how to grow mushrooms. It's ready to fruit, isn't it? Yeah. What we do is we open them up, let the air out and then cut holes. They're moving towards the light and then oxygen and boom, the mushroom grows and then we just let them do their thing and encourage them along with sometimes a little bit of jaw harp just to give them some love. Those are good, Michael. Damn. They like the jaw harp, so do I, so. <laughs> And like I said, we put a lot of intention, a lot of love. We like to play music for them and, and know that when we're harvesting them, like what they're going to go do is become something to help people heal. And that's where I'm at today, helping spread the word about this uh, the kingdom and uh, learning as much as I possibly can. Encore. Encore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
And here he is now, the legend himself, live at the yeah. breakfast table. This is so awesome. Jake Plummer. What up, Jake? Nice to be here. Thanks for having me here. I was so excited to be here on the same day that you were here (laughs) as well. I love mushrooms, let me tell you. And now we've learned so much about uh, what you're doing. And I feel like there's just so so many things that go into it and so many ways that mushrooms can really help people. And they don't even know it because of the nutritional value that they have. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about why this whole endeavor has been so important to you as you wear a mushroom necklace (laughs) that he said he grew. Yeah. his necklace. This is... Uh, antler reishi that we grew out at the farm but uh you know i've had a, an interesting journey post-career obviously uh you know you get done playing you've kind of find out what's next i did the coaching i did some tv and then was able to get into the health and wellness industry with charlotte's web uh, again educating people on the difference between hemp and marijuana and now here comes an entire kingdom i call it a queendom because i believe it's the mother of creation and uh the ability to now educate people on the difference of, uh, you know, psilocybin has a lot of notoriety in the news right now. It's a psychedelic and uh, it's illegal, but functional mushrooms are fully legal. They've been used for centuries around the world to treat a, a whole plethora of ailments and uh, at least give support to your body in, as a, an adaptogen, one of the most powerful on the planet. And I'm just like, I'm blessed to be able to be a conduit to share this knowledge to anybody that's willing to listen. I grew up a huge Jake Plummer fan. Same. Yeah, all right. Same, man. Rose Bowl against Ohio State, and then, of course, the Cardinals coming in, and then, of course, you know, with the Broncos, too. So as I see you in this form, in this version of yourself, what do your ex-teammates say, and have you kept in touch with any of them in the NFL community as you're taking a second act and you're going maybe an unconventional route? Yeah, I keep in touch with a lot of my old teammates. I'm living in Denver, so I obviously see a lot more of my Denver teammates and, and some of the guys that have retired there. But I still got, get out to Arizona quite a bit. I uh, got the ASU crowd that I went to school with and then all, also the Cardinals. Um, you know, uh, they know me as being kind of a different guy anyway. I never was the mainstream quarterback that did everything that you would expect. So this is nothing that has shocked them. <laughs> but I'm bring, more than anything is to, to live the life you're speaking and the, to live it and not just talk it, but walk it. And so for me, I, I want to be as healthy as I can be. I know the game takes a, a brutal effect. It's brutally effective on our bodies, our minds. And we hear all these stories of, you know, all CTE and arthritis mm-hmm. and everything that we have to look forward to as former players. But I, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a position to help maybe change that narrative. And through the use of nature, help guys approach their health and wellness long-term post-career in a different way. Instead of looking at doom and gloom, let's, mm-hmm. let's get active. Let's, let's make sure we don't stop moving. Let's make sure you're putting the right things in your body. And mushrooms, for me, have been very effective in helping uh, with, with my inflammation, uh, with my sleep, with dealing with stress. And, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a really good thing for me. So I want to share this. Yeah. I want to get it out there so guys see, not only hear it, but see it and uh, maybe give it a shot. There's such a hard-headed stereotype, you know, and I think the cannabis one has come a long way in terms of, you know, it was Cheech and Chong being stoners back in the day. Now it's helping people. I think mushrooms is the same thing. Any of us who went to college, we just hear mushrooms and we're thinking, oh, I'm tripping. Like, that's not what you're talking about. Can you clarify the difference? Because I think fighting that stereotype would be really productive. Yeah, it's, a, it's what we dealt with in the, with Charlotte's Web, the hemp oil, and doing that whole yeah. thing was now with Umbo, we're trying to, again, educate. I, I handed out some bars, uh, had some bars for you guys to oh, try. Yeah? And even back in the break room, like, oh, are these going to make me trip out yeah. like they did, I did in college? <laughs> like, no, these are, these are legal. We sell these at stores. Right. Uh, we're about to launch in a couple really big stores here the new year. That's and awesome. 
They're, they're legal, non-psychedelics. And it's an entire queendom, like I said. We've just scratched the surface of millions of mushrooms that are out there and fungi, and we've only, we've only identified close to 150,000 of them. So the ones we use are the ones that are, are, have been used for years. Clutch and truly someone who would just rip your heart out if he was coming <laughs> into your building. And you did that to the Dallas Cowboys in one of the biggest playoff upsets of all time. 1998 wild card round. Cardinals are at Cardinals hadn't won a playoff game in like four decades. Here comes Jake Plummer in the Arizona Cardinals and Larry Centers in the boys. And you guys beat Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and the Cowboys. What do you remember from this game? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Just getting to the playoffs, number one, was huge for that organization. Uh, it had been 15 years since they'd been in the playoffs. Then we go win, and first time in 50 years. So 50 years I tell people I, I didn't win a Super Bowl, but I won the equivalent of that for this organization. And now they're still in Arizona. Uh, they've got a great stadium there and great teammates. We had a really, really solid squad. I love that. And, Jake, you are obviously a star on the field. We just got into the mushrooms and everything you're doing to help your body, players, former players, the whole nine. But you've also gotten into a new sport, handball. Come on now. What? Tell us how this all got started. Explain the game to us, the basics. Give us kind of the lowdown on handball. Well, handball is thanks to my dad. He was a state champ in Idaho and in Washington. My brothers both played. So I was a little kid that was just trying to get out on the court. Now, they play handball on a racquetball court. So you guys yeah. probably seen Not that. European handball with the team. That no, this is court. different. So racquetball, it's the same, th- same rules as racquetball, except that one, the hardest part is you have to use your weak hand. <laughs> yeah. Which if you're a right hand dominant, oh, really? you have to you learn have how to, to use, use your left. weak hand. Yeah, oh. so you become ambidextrous right away. So I could throw the ball left and right. Oh. Uh, in fact, I broke my finger in Arizona one year. And so I couldn't do anything, but I just threw the ball left-handed to all my guys when they'd come back awesome. for the four weeks I had to recover. But handball is just same rules. It's a, it's very, very grueling sport. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun to get in there. They play a lot of one wall here in New York. Is that right? Oh, yeah, big time. My driver last night had a big blue ball in his dashboard. Is that right? We started talking about handball. So, okay. yeah. Well, because, so, like, you know, we all grow up playing soccer and Little League and stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think any of us have any handball experience. Absolutely not. Would you give us, Jake, a, a tutorial and, like, w- how do you hit the ball? Like, what do you do? Like, let's just, let's make a court right here and pretend okay. yeah. to do it. Uh, well, you know, the one thing is you got to be able to hit it with your hands, and we wear gloves. Okay. So, and th- this is not a handball, but. No, it's a tiny it basketball. It could be any little basketball. I, mean, I don't know if there's a wall I can hit it off hit it of. Off this. Yeah. So, you know, you just hit it, hit the ball and. Oh, and then no. I have to step up and yep. hit it. And then it's your turn to hit it. You jump and it's whoever misses it. Yeah, so I'll serve know. it to you. You but ready? So Jake, I gotta hit it with my left, right? Let me yeah, right let's see if you can hit it with your left. I'll give you a nice little serve here. There you go. Jason. I'm getting in there. Oh god. Oh, it's a drop shot. Ah, oh, that's not Jason. Oh. This is fun. So I'm having fun. Is it? So is he out then? Is that how that works? Or no, you just then go, you go back and I serve it to you again. And so. you did this at like a very high level though, right? I like started what? as a young kid and uh, played all through college, uh, high school, college, and even in the pros, I'd play a lot in the off season. Um, it was great cross training, something different to do rather than oh, football yeah. all the time. So uh, it balances your body out. You have to use your weak side. It's very good for spatial awareness and uh-huh. lateral movement. I've taught a lot of young kids how to play. It's a great sport. And how long did it like take you to get to get good at it? Uh, it all depends on how good of an athlete you are. Yeah, I mean, I could get I could get you on the court and in a, you know a little bit of time you'd be you'd be hitting it all right because you're. What about him? You, you guys too. You guys look really good right away though. I Roll mean, up, Jason. Anytime. I mean, I mean, it's a short space. So anyway, but I'll give you these hands. <laughs> oh, wow. Any of your teammates jump in and, and play with you? Not team? many of them have. No. no, not really. But you know, it was just a sport my family played. Yeah. It's kind of one of those if you're dad played then you grow up playing yeah. and now I still play play with the 
a lot of guys out in Colorado, and it's a great sport. Jake, uh, do you still follow the NFL pretty closely, or are you kind of like... Yeah, a little bit. Have you followed the Brock Purdy story at all, and what he's doing down in, Air, in, in San Francisco? Yeah, Mr. Arizona, he Mr. Irrelevant, yeah. right? Yes. I mean, that's yeah, kind of cool it's a great story. I mean, I think with Coach Shanahan, Kyle down there, I knew Kyle when he was a younger man with yeah. playing with Mike. Uh, and he's got a great cast of, of coaches and a great cast of players around him. And Christian McCaffrey, I knew him when he was just a little I, guy, well, too. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think a quarterback, when you're getting put into a position, if you just go be yourself and, and you don't worry about where you were drafted or whatever and go out and play and your teammates believe in you, that good things can happen. And we're seeing him, you know, he's a, in a great system. I know that system well. Oh, yeah, They're going to build it around his skills, and mm. he's showing us that he can play. You're Jake, doing tell so us, many cool things. Hey, yeah, amazing things. Tell us, uh, tell everybody home again about the mushrooms where they can find more information or get your product. Yeah, get, go to getumbo.com, and there's a lot of information, some blogs on there just about mushrooms, functional mushrooms versus psychedelics because there is confusion there and uh, the way you can use them and try them. And, uh, yeah, give them a shot and let us know what you think. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. We have so many good rookies in the league. Every week on this show, I rank the top five from the previous week. It's not about reputation. It's not about where you're drafted. This is purely about ball. Who had the best weeks of all the rookies? And number five, this is not a name you drafted on your fantasy team. It's not a name that you did flips about during yeah. April's what draft process. We're going with rookie from the Colts, wide receiver Josh Downs. Ooh, okay. Third round pick at a UNC. Josh Downs has quietly emerged as a go-to guy in Indianapolis. Anthony Richardson hit him on a beautiful one last week. And this week, Downs was the huh. big playmaker for the Indianapolis Colts. You go through his week his week five. Six catches. Mm. 97 yards. Okay. Led the Indianapolis Colts in receptions and in receiving yards from two different quarterbacks and did so in a win over the Tennessee Titans. He's on pace for over 900 receiving yards this season. This is a guy who is a third-round pick. Minshew is at quarterback for the foreseeable future. Look for number one, Josh Downs. If you hadn't got him on your fantasy team yet, consider him moving forward. Let's go to number four. Number four, oh, I don't know. Give me a rookie who leads his entire position group in receptions and receiving yards. Big Sam. Sam LaPorta. Iowa just churns these guys out. Mm -hmm. It started with the, you know, you had Dallas Clark way back when. Mm. And you go through the list, whether it's been George Kittle, whether it's been Hawkinson, whether it's been Fant. And now you have LaPorta, the next great Iowa tight end. And Sam LaPorta has been putting on a show this was one of our favorite plays of the week. Look who gets open here. Montgomery's a decoy. We go deep. It's Laporta. See you, look, you look at Sam's numbers, okay? This is just through the season. Now, look at this. It's not just catching. How about blocking? What a performance here by this Lions team and Sam Laporta all over the place in the offense, in the run game. He was fired up. This is him. All tight ends, not just rookies. Mm. All tight ends. Leads them in receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, second in yak, and first in first downs. 
Sam Laporta, we see you. Iowa Hawkeyes. If you want to be a tight end in the NFL, you probably consider going playing for Kirk Barrett. All right, number three. It's a running back, and he plays for the Atlanta Falcons. And this is a guy you did know about going into the season. Mm. Bijan Robinson. Oh, that means like, look at this. This is all within the tackles. Like, just the footwork is insane. Oh my gosh! Crossing uh, 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 guys, hand plant. Everyone's going nuts about that. That you know, overhead aerial view. Like, don't let it take away from all oh. the stuff that he did. These are different plays. He puts his foot in the ground, man. So he Smooth. sure does. And. I, you can't appreciate it unless you watch it on the film afterwards because it's so fast right there. Yeah. It's such quick footwork. It's beautiful to watch. And then he's also, oh, by the way, putting up huge numbers. Here's another one here. A little This was crazy. Left-handed wow. shovel Talk to us about what happened here. Look at this. This is left I can take his eyes off. Behind him. No look. Yeah. I've got it behind my back. I'll catch it. Knocked my microphone off. And then here, of course, <laughs> is the aerial. Look, he's not, oh, that's not looking. I know. That's pretty cool. I love watching his highlights. Oh, That's so cool. Play. He's wearing Michael Vick's number seven. Vick uh, says that he was asked if he could wear it. He said, absolutely. This is an honor for you to wear my jersey. So I love that he asked. I love it. Bijan Robinson is doing some special things. And Arthur Smith, after the game, was talking about that play. And uh, here's what the head coach had to say. The play he made on the shovel pass was ridiculous. That's, that's who Bijan is. You know, he makes... Who said this? Uh, great players make the hard things look easy. He continues to do that. Yeah, you think? Still in awe. And yet, and yet, that play and that guy and a win was not the highest rated rookie running back of the week. Go on. Really? At number two, we go down to Miami and we go with Devon H.N. Talk Let's about go it. see him here. What he did in yet another week. And, you know, Tom Pelissero earlier told us that this stud is going to be injured for a while. How about just a bullet? Mimi. And he's gone. <laughs> he outruns everyone. He is a roadrunner. It is unbelievable watching this guy. Took him a while to get on the field. Once he got on the field, it's been sensational. In week four alone, 11 rushes. That's it, just that's about 11. 151 yards, a touchdown, and 14 receiving yards. All right, you want some nuggets about what he's done this season. You go through this full screen of most rushing yards by running backs through the first five games of the season. And take a look at this. Look at this board right here, okay? Guys, this is since 19. Oh, we got some names here, baby. Running backs, okay? Talking about yards per attempt. Yeah. Absolute home run hitter. We love LaShawn Johnson. We love Tim Biakabatuka. Charlie Garner. Napoleon Coffin. Mercury Morris drinking that champagne. Uh, This is not just rookies. This is all rookies. He's averaging 12 yards a carry. Oh, my God. Those are high school football numbers. 12 yards a carry? Are we serious? Yeah. You go through it. uh, He's second in the league in rushing. He's got 460 rushing yards. Like, second in the league in rushing for Devon H. And And wasn't he a healthy scratch week one? Yes. Wow. He's injured. We lose him. It stinks. We love watching him. But he certainly gets his spot on the Fab Five. And yet he's not number one. Number one... We head to the city of brotherly love, and we go to the big man. Absolute game breaker. First time he's number one on the list, but gosh, Jalen uh. Carter was all over the field in this game. What the Eagles did in the second half to a Rams offense that was just humming, we have to include it here. We're spot shadowing him here, but this is the one that I wanted to show. Just Matthew, down. Like, gosh. So 
I was at the Eagles Commanders game two weeks ago, and I'm watching this guy do his drills, and I'm like, gosh, he's violent. And their defensive line coach, Jeremiah Washburn, and I are talking, and I'm like, give me something. Like, what do you say? He goes, Fletcher Cox says that this guy wakes up, and he looks to whoop you know what mm. every single morning when he wakes up and goes out of bed he's 21 years old like it's only going to get better but what he did against the rams was absurd and this season for all the rookie defensive tackles he leads him in sacks he's already got three and a half you go through what jalen carter has done this season he leads all the Eagles in sacks, all right? He has that. He's got this, and he is an absolute game-breaker. He is a difference-maker. And what he did against the Rams, where they had only 80 yards of offense uh-huh. in the second half, and this is a team that was just humming coming into this one, he's number one. So we go with a guy who I think is well on his way to defensive rookie of the year, unless Devin, Devon Weatherspoon. Come on Weather, now. He can still come Come on now. Uh, A-Chan, we're going to miss you injured. Bijan, Laporta, and then Josh Downs. We go to the table. Kyle Brent, your reaction to this I love list. Devon Achan. Heavy heart for him because he's injured. Peter, I'm watching those highlights of him. God, the Giants are not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. There were some big holes. No there. gap integrity? My God, that's rough. But he looks really fast, you know? Yeah, uh, my fantasy team took a hit with Achan. Uh, Jalen Carter. So sorry to hear Unbelievable, that. yes. Josh Downs' younger brother, Caleb Downs. Freshman safety for Alabama has been terrific this season. Uh, That's the guy who does college football games. Ah, CBS. Trigger, this is a great, fabulous five, but I would say you could add a sixth, and those kicks you have on right now are pretty fabulous, too. Matching his sweatshirt. Finless. Let's just get that. Hold on, wait. How do they do it? Finless. Just like that. Let's go. Let's go. Great job, Peter. That's it. Green underwear. Fabulous work. Good luck. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.